Gmail podcast. Selected offline messages. This show is a proud member of Friends in Tech at friendsintech.com. Welcome to the Gmail podcast, a collection of short hints, tips, and tricks to help you get more from your Gmail account. I'm your host, Chuck Tomasi. Just a quick reminder, if you find yourself supporting other people who have computer problems, there's no need to travel to their place to solve the problem. Go to Assist Express allows you to do remote screen sharing, file transfers, chat, and more over a secure connection without the hassle of any tech setup. It's so simple to use, you'll be up and running in minutes. There's nothing to install. It runs on Windows and Mac, and you can have multiple sessions going at once, in case you have lots of people with computer problems. I want you to try GoToAssist free for 30 days by going to gotoassist.com forward slash tech podcast. That's gotoassist.com forward slash tech podcast for your free 30-day trial. Thanks. Back in January 2009, Gmail came out with a Labs feature to let you access your Gmail without an internet connection. The mail was synchronized when you were connected, and then you could access it when you were offline. For frequent travelers, this is a terrific feature. You can learn more about it by listening to the Gmail podcast episode simply titled Offline from March 1st, 2009. The downside of the standard offline mode is that it took a very long time to download the messages, or in some cases, all the messages you wanted were not there due to the way the software chose which messages to download. You might find yourself with plenty of messages from a year ago that have little value, but not all your inbox was synced. Gmail Offline now lets you choose which items to download and how far back to get them. This not only saves download time, but also ensures you have relevant information at your fingertips. For example, my Gmail archive is currently around 30,000 messages. It would take a couple of hours to download all those messages, and according to the heuristics, I might not get all the ones I want. To set up selected offline messages, you'll need to enable the Offline Labs feature from the Labs tab on the settings screen. Once that's done, you can use the Offline tab from the settings screen. The Download Options section of that screen is where you configure how far back you want to sync your conversations and from which labels. The old method would have defaulted to all conversations from all labels. I set up mine to only go back a month and then fine-tune it to first ignore most labels, then chose some like Inbox that I wanted all conversations, and finally chose a few fairly active labels where I only needed the past month. Once I saved those options, I was able to sync my data in a few minutes and take it on the road. This feature really makes Gmail Offline a lot more convenient, but you'll need to remember to check the settings from time to time to ensure you add labels as they are needed and remove those that are not. Here's today's quick tip. Be sure to change your Gmail password at least a couple times a year. There are people on the internet who make a career out of trying to steal passwords. Some guidelines to follow when choosing a new Gmail password include First, make it unique. Don't make it the same as other internet accounts. If someone compromises your Gmail account, they could have access to lots of other information on the internet. 
If you have lots of different passwords to remember, I recommend a password vault program like KeePass. That's K-E-E-P-A-S-S, available from keepass.info. I use it, and I have over 100 different passwords to remember between home and work. Second, use a combination of uppercase and lowercase letters, numbers, and symbols. One common trick is to replace letters with symbols. For example, replace S with a dollar sign or T with a 7. Next, don't use simple words found in the dictionary like house, automobile, and definitely not password. And don't use personal information that is easy to find, such as your street name, dog's name, and so on. Putting two or more words together with symbols is a good idea, something like dino plus eggs. Of course, replacing some of those letters with numbers or other symbols would make it a much stronger password. Finally, make your password something you are likely to remember. Dino plus eggs would be great if you're a paleontologist, but not necessarily if you're a stock trader. You can change your password by going to google.com forward slash accounts. Or if you're starting from Gmail, go to the settings, click on the accounts and import tab, and then look near the bottom for a link labeled Google account settings. That's all for this time. Comments, suggestions, or questions can be sent to gpodcast at gmail.com or check the website for full information and archives of all previous Gmail tips at chuckchat.com. I have no affiliation with Google other than as a satisfied Gmail user. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to write. You've got Gmail.